Welcome back to the Tasty Morsels of Critical Care podcast. And today we have one of the jewels of a critical care exam preparation. Not only does this involve niche clinical context, the gamma glutamate cycle, but also everyone's favourite acid-based mnemonic, cat mud piles. So, the referral to critical care services will likely go something like this. Usually a phone call from a surgical service about an older, frail patient who's been in hospital for several weeks with some kind of soft tissue or joint infection, who's now become tachypnic and with a blood gas that appears to be somewhat incompatible with life. Despite a patient who's clinically a little rough, but otherwise keeping all their organ functions largely together. The really smug amongst you can even respond on the phone before you hear the full story with just how much flucloxacillin and paracetamol have you been giving them. For those of us mere mortals who prefer some actual medicine instead of social posturing, then this paraglutamic acidosis is a fairly rare cause of a raised anion gap acidosis. And there is a sort of a double hit uh, phenomenon needed to set this off. Firstly, you need to get pretty glutathione deplete. Being in hospital and frail with poor nutrition is a good start. Couple that with a brainstem reflex analgesia prescription of QDS paracetamol. And remember, that needs a reasonable amount of glutathione to conjugate its toxic metabolite napki. Then, in this scenario, glutathione stores get deplete pretty quick. The second hit comes from something that causes dysfunction of 5-oxoprolinase, which helps create pyroglutamic acid. And this is typically flucloxacillin, but can also be the surprisingly unpronounceable vig- vigabatrin, which is a, a, an odd type of anti-epileptic. The clinical presentation will be a severe raised anion gap acidosis, typical, typically with numbers that seem disproportionate to the usual house officer differential of sepsis. Treatment here involves removing the offending precipitants, probably some isotonic bicarb, and an infusion of everyone's favourite glutathione donor, N-acetylcysteine. CRRT is, of course, also going to be an option to make the numbers look better too. Good references here would be Deranged Physiology has, unsurprisingly, a great article on this, one for which the chef's kiss emoji was probably invented. Thanks again for listening, and I'll see you next time.